You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is Michelle, and I am happy to be here today. Today is a special podcast, as as all my podcasts are special to me, because everyone I have on my show has a true Love Logical heart. And for those of you who are just joining us, Love Logical, the definition is non-biological relationships equal to or lovingly surpassing those of a biological nature, DNA not required. And our tagline is biological by nature, Love Logical by choice. So that that's a huge heart. You know, it's because we embrace our non-biological um, within us. That's the foster, adopted, blended, and extended family. And that also goes into businesses who treat their customers and treat their clients as if they're family. And that's what we should all strive for because we're living in a society right now where there's so much strife going on. You know, people are fighting every day for acceptance. People are fighting every day just to just to maintain, you know, and it really shouldn't be that way. So I love celebrating and empowering the love logical within. And next to me, I have someone who has done that within the Rochester School District, um, and everyone, everyone in Rochester knows her. <laughs> she is one of my daughter's favorite teachers. She has a shine on her face. And as she was just saying, her classroom is a safe, a safe space because in her classroom, it is truly love logical. And your classroom actually is more of like a cafe. Yeah. <laughs> We have a little bit of a coffee station and a yeah. water cooler. Yes. Thank you very much for that. You're and welcome. And a little fridge. And we just try to um, create an environment that's very much like what you'd expect in a business. Yes. And that's what we're trying to do. So this is the great and wonderful Karen Malsbury. Thank you, Janelle, uh, Janelle's mom. Yes, Michelle. Michelle yes. Janelle's yes. mom. <laughs> Um, Michelle Anderson, I'm so honored and uh, it's just an absolute pleasure to come and join you on your podcast. Thank you. I've been listening to you for the last nine months. Really? Seriously. Whenever you pop up on Facebook, Mm -hmm. I like to listen and I love it when Janelle comes with you. And the rest of the fam. I did. I tried to get her to come tonight. She's being shy. (laughs) She really is. But we'll catch up tomorrow Mm -hmm. um, in class. But no, thank you very much. For bringing me today. Oh, you're welcome. Janelle says, I don't, I don't, I never know what to say. Oh. You know, um, when it comes down to it, you know, me and Delon, we're both kind of the, we're the chatty Cathy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and Janelle is, Janelle is reserved and quiet, more like her dad until you really get to know her. Mm-hmm. And, and then she'll just watch out. <laughs> she'll give you the true perspective, which I love. I love. And she, yeah, she is. She's very blunt. Mm hmm. 
very blunt, very knowledgeable. She's she's got a lot of wisdom for her age, mm-hmm. and she's as silly as I am. <laughs> but it really takes a special people to be able to see that side of Janelle. No, I, I agree. And having her in class, like this will be the second year that mm-hmm. I have had her in class. And to see her grow and to become a young woman and with those beautiful nails. Mm-hmm. And she just, oh, she's just really one of my kids. She's, I, I often tell my friends and, and people that are around me, I have two biological children. I mm-hmm. have Hannah and Holly. Uh, one's a seventh grader, Holly, and the other one is a ninth grader. Um, but I have 120 other kids and yes. I do refer to them as my kids. Yes. Um, so people get confused. They're like, you're talking about your own children or you're talking about your kids in school. And I said, at the end of the day, they're all my kids and I care for them and love them as if they were my own. You know, I, I heard something today about you. Oh gosh. And Sometimes it's not so good. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, what's funny is you had a student who was having an issue with their business mm-hmm. and they text you and you text back. Oh, absolutely. And immediately. You, yes. Immediately. You respond to them about their businesses mm-hmm. and you have, whether you realize it or not, you truly make a huge difference in these kids' lives because when I hear the conversations, even with Janelle, mm-hmm. Janelle started, um, she she came to you with the mindset of entrepreneurship. Yep. And now, even though she wants to go into entrepreneurship, her focus now is more so on marketing. Oh, absolutely. She's found a vibe. And accounting. Absolutely, she yes. found her vibe. Yes, she did. Yes. And she listened because I think I mentioned a few years ago about a friend of mine that came in and works for the Detroit Red Wings. And he went through his uh, career just wanting to do sports marketing, sports marketing, marketing. And it's really hard. Like, mm-hmm. it's one of the hardest things to get into. Um, and he was told at that time, you know, you need to back that up with some financial, you know, accounting, mm-hmm. um, financing. Um, so you understand the budgets that are coming in and, the, you know, how marketing works and has to adhere to a budget. And that's why he is where he is today working for the Red Wings because he had those two facets. So yeah. she listened, mom. Yes. She listened. Yes, she did. And she she's going to apply she it. I yes. absolutely I believe in my whole heart she'll apply it yes. and she'll do great. You know, but and then I look at, I remember when I came to your class um, one day and I'm looking at the kids and how happy they are and the different stations yep. that you have in your class. And I remember being at the parents meeting, mm-hmm. the business meeting, and we were talking about the different things that you needed for your classroom. Right. And as you're, you know, as I'm going down this list and I'm looking at the different types of tables that you needed, mm-hmm. the water cooler and all these different things that you needed. And I was like, what do we have here? But it, it when I say you guys, her class is like its own little cafe. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's got different stations and pockets. Right. And, you know, it's it's such a level of comfort and everyone is is learning. And then also. And if I say this wrong, just correct me, (laughs) but somehow um, I don't know how it came about that you were contacted by the former governor. Um, No, um, how how that came about is that um, the former governor had a uh, basically a teacher, I would say, seminar that happens every year. And he invites teachers to come 
and deliver some ideas that need some support and backing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was invited to go along with uh, my colleague, uh, Kristen Dunnebeck. She's also a business teacher, a former business teacher at Rochester. She's actually just moved over to down to Cincinnati. They're so blessed to have her down there. <laughs> um, and um, we went along and we were grouped up with former a former superintendent, a couple other business teachers, and we were talking about the fact that our students really struggle with figuring out next next steps mm-hmm. after high school. So what am I going to do when I leave high school? And, you know, we live in a community where it's just accepted, well, you're going to go to a four-year degree and you are going to, um, you know, make sure that you get that degree because you're not going to be successful without it. Mm-hmm. And um, I really have a hard time with that because um, I've seen so much, so many kids struggle and so I wanted to create a, a project or a, 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 an avenue for children to explore. So at that time, we, call, we called it the authentic career experience. It's basically a, just a traditional job shadow. Mm-hmm. But we wanted our children to leave the classroom and go out and visit um, many, many different places around the city in which we live so that they can experience what it's like to work in a warehouse or experience what it's like to be in a hospital and not just have these naive kind of Okay, well, I want to be an accountant. Well, what does an accountant look like? Where do accountants right. where, where do accountants work? work? Right, because you know the accountants are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just wanted to expose that. So we we did come up with the project, the authentic career experience, and I was able to deliver that to Rochester High School last year on October fifth, and we had over one hundred and twenty companies sign up to take on our children and give them that experience, and the feedback from the children and the employers was just second to none. And what I'm really proud about now is that, you know, this was 18 months ago that we, mm-hmm. we, we went through this. But now it's actually state law that our schools give our children career experiences and that they um, have more exposure to careers, mm-hmm. K through 12. So this isn't just junior and senior level. This is K through 12. They get the experience to go out and visit um, organizations within our community and explore careers and learn how to write a resume and a cover letter and all that good stuff. So even though I you know, was a small part of mm-hmm. that, you know, the state was listening. Um, our Oakland County was listening. They were also listening to our counselors and teachers in our schools. And now it's it's something that we are building for our future for our kids. And so I it's think super that's cool. cool. Now, what about the 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 corporation that's been built inside of the school? Yeah. So my my classroom is a non traditional classroom. It's very project led. Um, we have a um, basically departments that live within the classroom. So at the moment, we are trying to figure out what kind of company we want to run, and they're going to be doing ideation and um, thinking about how to have empathy for people so they can figure out and how to solve a problem to provide a product or a service. So we're working through that right now, and we're going to come up with a company, and then all the kids will have to interview for um, certain positions, and especially on the e-board, you know, the vice president positions, the CEO, the CEO, and... Um, then we'll place them and then they'll go into their department. So we'll have, you know, a marketing department, operations department, and they sit within their departments, uh, within our room. And we're actually extending into the corridor because we need more space. And mm-hmm. then we got Mr. Bird's room, which is next door. So we have designated areas that the students work and they work through this really arduous. I mean, I would say it's arduous. It's just incredibly complex, um, projects and assignments so that they understand what it's like to run a business 
anything from the finance all the way through to the marketing and the HR. They understand every single you know minute details of running a company by the time they um, graduate at the end of the school year. And now once they get their positions, though. Um, and let's say if they don't perform well within their position, can they lose their job? <laughs> yes, they can. Okay. Um, and we've had a bit of movement in the past. We've had mm-hmm. a couple of children that have, you know, gone through the normal HR procedures. You know, um, you've been told there's a written warning. We then sit down and do action items. And then, you know, if it's just not working well, then obviously we will remove you and you would apply for another position. Um, but we you know we try and do it just like you would expect in an mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, nobody can be fired out of my classroom. I okay. just need to figure out what that child needs. Okay. And, you know, that wasn't a good fit. So we need to have open, honest communication. Okay. You figured it out. I'd rather you figure it out now in high school. Correct. Than when you leave here and think that was your, your natural path. Um, so, you know, we, we just work through it and we help each other get what we need out of the class. You know, and, and this, I think that that's amazing. I <laughs> really you. do because I don't know if it's really considered as a norm now to have something like that within it's the school. Grow, it's growing. Like I was at a conference today and I think in Michigan now we have like 39 firms through virtual enterprise. Mm-hmm. So it's growing. And the same with my small biz. I, I can give you another yes. example. And actually this is brand new mm-hmm. and, and super exciting. Um, so you're the first to hear about it. But uh, we partnered with the Rochester Community in far as the Downtown Development Authority, mm-hmm. Rochester Chamber of Commerce. And uh, we talked about my Shark Tank that I've been doing for about five years now. And we talked how we could develop that. And Shark Tank was great. Don't get me wrong. Right. The kids love it. Create a business plan. Go into the Shark Tank. There's people in the community that you know from Mayor Barnett through to the VPs of the Royal Park Hotel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're all sat there and they're critiquing the business plans and the elevator pitches and you know, at the end of the day, we fake give them money and rah, rah, rah. Everybody walks out of there. That was a great experience. Something I'll always remember in my mm-hmm. high, school, high school career. And that's what we're expecting. You know, we want them to remember something and learn all of those skills, whether it's the elevator pitch or writing a business plan or, you know, just communicating with adults. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was kind of like, Ugh, you know, what can I do to like propel this to the next level? Cause I'm always thinking, right? Cause that's just my nature. Mm-hmm. And so Christy Trevaro from the DDA contacted me over the summer and she's like, what about a pop-up? Tell us what the DDA is. Downtown Development Authority okay. down in Rochester. Christy yeah. Trevaro, she's the director. She's the one, if you want to put it in perspective, she's the one who put the big bright light show on. Okay. All those years ago, it was her concept yes. and she's been doing it now for, I think it's 12 years or something mm-hmm. like that. And she um, said, let's just, let's do a pop-up. And I'm like, oh my gosh. That would be awesome. Okay. So what are you thinking, Christy? She goes, I'm thinking um, in December, we have a farmer's market, a, a holiday farmer's market. So we bring it back for one day only. Mm-hmm. It's a Thursday night. And all of the vendors come back and they sell holiday wares. She goes, what about if your kids come and they sell their products? And I was nice. Like, I was like, ooh, nice. this sounds interesting. Yes. I said, well, the problem is, is funding. She goes, don't worry. We're going to get a grant. We're going to write a grant and we're going to get a grant. Okay. So at the last DDA meeting, um, it was decided that we would go for a grant through the Genesee Credit Union Mm -hmm. for $3,000. Okay. 2,400 of those dollars would go to the children to be given a check to start up their business. Okay. To buy products to start up their business to get ready for a pop-up event. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then the other 600 was for marketing because I want to, I want it to look good, right? Yes. You want it to look really good. So I want the whole banners. I want tablecloths. I want like proper booths, right? right? I want it to look great. And so Genesee, um, credit union was the people that we approached. And so my friend Christy and the downtown development authority and Genesee have partnered together and provide us $3,000 for this class. Okay. So now my children are in the process of, um, thinking of product ideas and what they're going to do for their pop-ups. And hopefully by the end of the week, they will finalize what they want to do. And it's anything from the water bottle craze, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody's into water everybody's bottles. Everybody's into water bottles. Oh, my gosh. All T-shirts. The, oh, T-shirts, water bottles, mm-hmm. scrunchies, because, you know, Visco Girls, that's like the big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way through to, you know, the edible items so that you could walk away and eat something on the way out or have a basket of something that you could take to a holiday party. So they've got all these ideas spinning around and they have to come up with an elevator pitch to pitch to the banker. So then on October 10th, we're going downtown to Rochester. We will do a nice little scavenger hunt around the city um, just to get to know who our competition is. Mm -hmm. And then we will end up at the city tavern, Rochester City Tavern, for pizza. And then they will pitch their idea to the banker. And the banker is Nick Bander. Mm -hmm. He is the downtown... um, development director of Rochester City Council. So they'll pitch to him, and if he says yes, he hands over a check for $200. If he says no, we have to work on a little things, but they're going to get their money in the end. It's, nice. <laughs> it's no, a no-brainer. And then at the end of the day, um, they have to create the business plan. They have to create the booth. They have to create you know, this simulation, sell the product, and and they need to pay the money back. I mean, I was adamant that our children need to understand you don't get anything for it's free. A business loan. This is a business loan. Mm-hmm. You pay the two hundred back in your business plan. You write in how much you want to pay yourself. So figure out how much you want to pay yourself, mm-hmm. and then after that, if there's any money left after you've paid yourself, as per the business plan, then we're going to write a check to a, a charitable donation to our for our kids to choose who they want to do that to. So that's the whole plan, and that's and then that's what I do in my classroom. I truly want to teach entrepreneurship and the spirit of entrepreneurship, but I also want them to apply it. And that's and, and, huge and for me. You're you're giving them something that's feeding their their minds and oh, their hearts. They adore it. They cannot wait. Yeah, I mean it really is. <laughs> and and you know, and people always say, you know, oh you you know, you work with teenagers, oh it must be terrible. And I'm telling you these teenagers fuel me. They fuel me. Over the summer, you know, I enjoy my summers. Don't get me wrong. But, but you I, keep up with but people I'm, over the summer. It, I do. And I come back and they warm my heart. They give me daily validation. Mm-hmm. They're honest. And I get the best out of them because I truly adore these these young minds. And, you know, and I get my little sassy pants. You know, yeah. I get my, my ones that, like, you know, want to wind me up a little mm-hmm. bit sometimes. But... At the end of the day, it all comes through down to one thing, and it's called love and respect. And if you respect a child, they'll respect you. They're going to respect you. Oh, for sure. See, that's for why sure. I say you have a love logical soul. Oh, for, I agree. I you do. do. You have a love logical soul. <laughs> I care too soul. much. My husband says <laughs> no because there there is no caring too much when it comes to our children. No, it doesn't. Because we need teachers. Yeah. You know, and what's being done in in Rochester, you know, it, it's great. I want to see something like that in DPS schools too, mm-hmm. Detroit public schools mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It's going to grow. I mean, we're on a mission right now, especially with business, that we 
need to help these children figure out alternative ways. Yes. And, and, that, and that's what we do in career and technical education. We're showing kids the alternatives. You know, the thing is, and you are, because you do not, you don't say, okay, everyone needs to go to college. You mm-hmm. talk about trade schools. Oh, for sure. You, you offer certifications, mm-hmm. you know, in, in her business classes and her computer classes. The kids are actually getting certified. Microsoft certifications. And they're getting Microsoft certifications. Adobe certifications. Yes. Google certifications, social media certifications. You know, we are blessed with a budget that can provide this for our students. Yes. Um, but the problem is, is not every child can get into our classes because, you know, we are uh, an elective mm-hmm. and the day is packed. I mean, right. these children's days are packed. Um, but when they do come, they come armed because they can walk away with so much. I don't think that they always know what to expect when they take the elective, though. No, they don't. When Janelle first um, was in, in, you know, when she took the elective, mm-hmm. I believe... Um, End of 10th grade? Mm-hmm. She didn't know what to expect. No, she had, she no, had idea no idea what she was walking into. None whatsoever. <laughs> and, you know, my thing is, what can we do to get these same offerings in some of the other school districts? Um, I think it comes down to teachers need to not be afraid to ask. Okay. And I, and I, and I, I truly don't discredit any of my teacher colleagues. I mean, I, I work with a Oakland County predominantly because I'm a reverent lead over there. So mm-hmm. I work with my Oakland teachers. But every time I come with these things that I'm doing in my classroom and I showcase them and I go to conferences and I, I you know, I meet with people, they're very timid. You know, we still have that notion as a teacher. What happens in my classroom stays in my classroom and I'm not going to share that. But with social media now and being able to put out images of really cool stuff that's going on in our schools, Mm -hmm. and it's encouraged Mm -hmm. to do that, we just need to basically get teachers to put out there what they need and to make partnerships with companies within their, you know, within that adjacent area. to their schools. Yes, because you did that. And you I, did. Oh, you put I, a list I out the foot, there. I do the footwork every single day you going a, out there. You and put a list them. out there that has some expensive stuff oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I'm not shy. I'm gonna, not at it's all. It's for my kids. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm not doing it for an award or an accolade. Right. I am doing it because this kids. is what my kids need. And I've tried every avenue. I've tried, you know, public school spending. Can I use that? Can I use CTE money? Can I use PTSA money? Okay, so I've gone through it all. You know, I've done all this, you know, sourcing on online. And it's frowned upon because it's like, well, you shouldn't do that because there's other ways you can get money. But at the end of the day, I am asking for my kit. I'm not asking for myself. Right. I want to create an environment that they're proud to be in and that they respect and they clean up after themselves and that they enjoy. And so teachers need to understand it doesn't matter where you are in whatever district, whether you're, a, you know, Rochester Community Schools, that is a premier district it within, is. within the nation. I mean, we are. Or you're in a, you know, DPS that is really struggling. You're a teacher and you need to advocate for your kids and advocate for yourself. And you just need to ask. And it means just popping across the road at the end of school one day mm-hmm. and just walk in that door and show them how much you love what you do and ask them what, you know, ask them. 
And a lot of people won't say no because you're doing it for the kids. But a lot of a lot of teachers, even in Rochester, don't have the things that you have because they haven't asked. No, that's right. You know, when I remember um, being in the meeting when we were when you were first starting mm-hmm. the whole business um, program, and you were talking about some of the some of the desks and some of the tables mm-hmm. and how this and we need to replace this and we need mm-hmm. to replace that, and it wasn't available for you. Right. So you ask. Yeah. Parents stepped up. I was a parent. Yes, you did. You know, and I was like, okay, I can I can afford a water cooler. Right. You know? Right. It's I went online things. and I'm like, I can afford this. It's it's really you know, the, so really it's, the small right. it's the small things that make you know, even like twenty really good pairs of scissors. Yeah. That you can cut up T shirts up and make something else out of. Like that's my um, upcycle project yeah. that I do. But you need good scissors. So I need 20 pairs of scissors. Now, yeah, of course, I've invested a ton of money into my own classroom. But if someone can buy that for me, and I loved Amazon. I don't know whether you noticed this year, but Amazon did a whole thing for teachers. Yes. That you could put a click list together. Yes. And I couldn't believe how people were putting on Facebook, like, look what arrived today. All yeah. these packages for my classroom. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, good for you. You asked. You, you got out there and, and you, you made it. a difference. You exactly. asked. Yes. And then the second thing is not just asking companies and, and making relationships with companies, but you've got to leverage your downtown development authorities mm-hmm. and your chambers of commerce because that's really where it's at. They can provide things to you that – uh, may not be monetary, but they can provide you expertise, um, people to come interview your kids. Um, they can um, chaperones for events and things that you need. Like they just need to put a shout out on the, you know their list, and people will just come flying. Like yes, no problem. What do you need? And you just be direct. Tell them what you need, and and they'll do it. Um, and so again, you have to be bold. And I know it's easy for me. I'm Taipei. I love to be out there, love networking, connecting with people. But the more that I do this job, the more I know it's so important. And it's so important for our children to do it, Mm -hmm. to have unfamiliar faces come in my room and to network with them. One of the most powerful things that we did last year was first time ever. Again, I woke up in the middle of the night, figured, oh, we'll do this at Alumni Day. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to all my alumni and invited the alumni in. And I think I had about seven, seven alumni come in, all different walks of life, real characters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I can remember where they sat. I can remember a funny story of what they did when they were in my class. Mm-hmm. Like just real good people and all walks of life. And um, they came in and they sat with my kids. Sorry, uh, that's my okay. mic. Yeah. No, that's okay. They sat with my kids and we went through their resumes. They wrote resumes Mm -hmm. and they sat with them and they talked about what you need to do to pad your resume out. Like, what would they suggest? Coming Mm -hmm. from alumni. And I looked around the room with my colleague, Mrs. Gambaro, who I've worked with for the last 18 years. And we had like tears in our eyes because we saw what's already been through the system give back to what's in the system right now. That's, that's beautiful. And that, to me, is something that any school district can do. You're, you're in contact, and social media allows you to be in contact yes. with all of these people. I mean, granted, they're on Instagram and Snapchat and not mm-hmm. on Twitter and Facebook, but you can find them. And then with LinkedIn, oh, my gosh, everybody's on LinkedIn because it's a professional profile. But a lot of them are on Facebook now. They too. are. They're coming yes. back. They're drifting they're back. back they're Facebook. drifting back. Yes. But, I mean, the younger, you know, the last five years they are still on instagram 
Um, but you just put a shout out there and you say, I'm doing an alumni day. And you don't bring them in just to stand there and lecture the class about, oh, this is what I've done when I finished school. No, 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 no. You put them to work. You get them to give them the each child a different perspective. And whether it's interview skills, looking at resumes, whether it's going through um, application process for college, whether it's looking at scholarships, they've all got experience. Yes. And for them to make that connection and then to go back onto LinkedIn and say, look, now I'm linked in with these six, seven people that came into my room. Love it. It's so special and humbling, humbling for us. Because there's nothing better when you get an email or a letter going, hey, Mrs. Molesbury, you never guess what. I mean, I got one this summer. One of my students at the end of the school year, he was struggling on the computer and filling in college apps. And I, I, I looked at him and I said, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I've been told by my counselor I got to do this. And I went, okay, well, let's just get it done. But let's talk about apprenticeships. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about you getting your hands dirty. Because he was one of these guys like dirt biking and loved being outdoors and stuff like that. And um, I got an email end of the summer and he's like, hey, Mole, sorry about my grammar and spelling, but I just wanted you to know that I just got an apprenticeship and I'll be starting um, as a um, an electrician and they're putting me through online school through state, the nice. University of yes. State, yeah, State Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, and I would never have known anything about it. It was just because you knew. You See, know. I think that's awesome because, and and not to not and please don't take this the wrong way, people, but not to put the counselors down. But the counselors no. have so much oh to do, but oh they need gosh. help. Yeah, they need help, and yeah. our children need help in trying oh, yeah. to figure things out. Yes, for sure. So to have a teacher to just get to know the kids because the counselors really don't get a chance to get to know no. all these children. And you have a case of over three hundred and fifty kids, right? And your main charge. You know, as a counselor, and I, again, we have the most phenomenal counseling uh, system. I mean, these people are just, I mean, I don't know how they sleep at night with everything they know, but they're social emotional health. They have to support our kids with social emotional health. It's really hard for them to figure out where a kid's going to go after school if they've not seen them in the classroom as much as we've done. That's true. It's just not possible. It's true. Yeah. You so. know, and I, I just can't see it. So tell me something else wonderful off your note. Off well, of, yeah. She's got a I, whole list I wrote here. a few notes because I want to go back to the love logical thing for you because mm-hmm. my story coming to America is pretty poignant when it comes to how I feel about relationships um, because I moved to America in 2001 and as soon as I arrived here, I made some strong connections with mm-hmm. people and I call them my American family and yes. my English family call them the American family. <laughs> okay. Um, but I wouldn't be here today, 18 years, you know, after we first settled here, you know, as immigrants to the United States, if it wasn't for the connections I've made with some of the most wonderful people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I have my American mom, I have my American dad, I've got my American aunts and uncles and, you know, raising the children, you know, they refer to some of my dear friends as aunt and uncle. Right. Um, so I just think that's so powerful. And, you know, and I still have family in the UK and, you know, everybody's still over there, but nobody ever like regrets the fact that we have two families right? and they both mean equally as much to us. 
because we're all raising our kids together and we all support we support each other yes and so I wouldn't still be here. There's no way that my husband and I, we came here in 2001 on a two-year contract. For us to stay here, it was because American people embraced us. And I'm just so fortunate to have that. And I could name names, but I don't want to make anybody upset because if I forgot someone. Because if you get someone. <laughs> exactly. But they know who they are when I when I talk about that. And then the other thing I was thinking about is... You know, obviously, I've got my 120 kids in my class, and every year they cycle through, and I get another 120, another 120. But any of those children at any time can reach out to me, and I'll answer. Like last night, one of my students, uh, he graduated last year, um, reached out to me. Actually, I reached out to him. I was, mm-hmm. I was cheeky. I needed a new phone case, mm-hmm. and I knew I'd rather buy one from him then go to the Best Buy or whatever, right? So I try and use the networks I have and buy from people I, I know. I love it. I love so it. So I, I contacted him and he's like, oh, Moles, I'm having a real, str- I'm struggling. I'm really struggling because I asked about school. How's it going? And he's like, oh, I've got four gen ed classes. I'm doing okay in two. And, you know, he was giving me the whole lowdown. And I was like, you know what? I think we need to talk. I think you need to know that I'm behind you 100%, but you mm-hmm. need to get through these prereqs. So do you want to talk now? And we did. And I basically said to him, give me your excuses. Tell me. Give mm-hmm. me two excuses why this is not going so well. And he goes, well, I'm left-handed and all the desks are right-handed. I went, Mm-mm-mm-mm. you have to advocate for yourself, young man. Mm-hmm. You need to email your professors and tell them you need a left-handed desk. Mm-hmm. If that's what it takes... That's what you got to do. And if they don't have a left-handed desk, you make sure you bring a binder and you put that on your left hand underneath your left hand and you start taking freaking notes. Mm-hmm. And this is how we're talking. Like, like yes. this is not an excuse. No, no, no. You You're giving not, him matter of fact. You need to hear it from me, mm-hmm. Mama Molesbury, mm-hmm. who's taken care of you for four years in high school and now you left me and you're giving me that as an excuse. And I was mad. Uh-huh. I was like, Mm-mm, that's not happening. Give me another excuse. He goes, wow, just it's so boring. And I'm like... I fall, I want to fall asleep. I'm like, are you taking any notes? I said, do you have your laptop open? He goes, yeah, I have my laptop open. I said, shut that damn laptop. Shut it. Put your phone in your bag and take notes. You take every single note that's given to you, whatever's on the whiteboard, whatever's on the overhead, whatever that person's saying, and you take notes. And then you text them to me at the end of the, the session because it's a five to nine uh-huh, session. Uh-huh, you know, everybody's uh-huh. sleepy. He's been yeah. working all day. Mm-hmm. You text them to me. I'll do that, Mrs. Molesbury. And I'm like, yes, because you're bored because you're not concentrating. You're on your laptop and you're distracted. You look at your phone for a distraction and then now you don't listen. And so we've discussed this for hours in school because nobody's watching you and there's no Mama Molesbury there. What's she going to do, right? Right. And so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for tonight because he's in class tonight. Am I going to get, you know, those get your, that, get that the text notes. and the yes. notes? Because I want to see him try it's all about trying. And I think because we had that conversation, he'll get through. He just needs to see. You can Guys, get through. This is, this is really who she is, by the way. <laughs> this is her. She is no nonsense. No nonsense. But, and, and it's delivered with love. Oh it really is. Yeah. It's delivered with love. It, That's why I said this is a love logical soul. Thank you. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it means a lot. And then the third thing I wrote down on my notes was my own children. Um, and you know, when you're raising your own kids, you know, you do the best you can. <laughs> and I think I'm not as patient with them as I am with my children at school. Mm-hmm. But my youngest, my Holly, um, 
She always struggles with the fact that she feels like she doesn't know everything. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I'm like, okay, honey. Well, you are the youngest. You're 11 years old. You're not supposed to know everything, mm-hmm. right? But the one thing that really bothered her was my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law. Um, they married, I think it's 12 years now, 13 years actually, ago. And Jeff had two sons from a previous relationship. Well, Holly hasn't known any different. There's Auntie Nicola, mm-hmm. there's Uncle Jeff, and then there's the two boys. And they're adults, and one of them even has a baby now. Mm-hmm. So now Auntie Nicola's a grandma, and you know Uncle Jeff is a, a grandfather. One day, I think it was about a year ago, she found out that Carl and Aaron were not Nicola's biological children. And she nearly had a heart attack. Why? And she's like, I don't believe it. I don't get it. I I don't understand. It's Carl and Aaron. They're my cousins. They're not my step cousins. They're my cousins. No, Auntie Nicola's their mother. I don't get it. I don't, and she was furious because her relationship with Carl and Aaron is they're my cousins. Right. And they right? still are, but yes. Right. Yes. And there's no label for that. Uh-huh. Like there's no reason to tell me any different. They're my cousins. Mm-hmm. And then this new baby that's just come along, Georgina, who's the most delicious thing on the planet. <laughs> she, uh, My mom is great aunt to Georgina. It doesn't matter. There's no blood involved. No, not at all. It, And I'm like, that's all you need to know, honey. It doesn't matter about what label you put on any of this. We're a family. We're tight. And we cannot wait to go home and see that baby and Mm -hmm. hang out with your aunt and uncle and your cousins. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to figure out. And she was just like, okay, okay, I think I'm okay with this now. It doesn't change anything. I'm like, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So it's beautiful. I mean, beautiful because the innocence, like, I don't know. How did you not tell me? There's nothing to be told. There's nothing to tell. It, you know, and you have so many families like it. that. But you have some people that yeah. need to know. They need that yeah. extra. And that's why when when God gave me Love Logical. Oh, my gosh. What a gift. I didn't know. <laughs> it was because my Love Logical grandson asked me, Grandma, how are you my grandma if you're not? mama's mother because he realized that she's not my 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 mother's biological mom Uh so so how and i woke up that next morning with love logical and i explained it to him so powerful and he got it Mm -hmm. and i met an intellectual properties attorney Mm-hmm. Right and there and then. Like, the, actually was the first one who i met and it was within like that same week Mm -hmm. i met him Mm -hmm. and I talked to him about it. He loved it and said, let me check this. And he was like, oh, we got to get a trademark on this. That was wonderful. And he was like, I need a definition. And I gave it to him. I said, give, me, give me time. It's right there. DNA so, not yeah. required, right? Yeah. And I gave, I gave it to him. And then that DNA not required. He was like, we got to get a trademark on that, too. You know, so, I mean, that's why I said God gave it to me. When you wake up in the morning oh. and you open up your eyes and you say something and you don't know where it comes from. Absolutely. And I grabbed a pen and paper and I wrote it down. And it wasn't two words. It was one. And it makes a, it makes sense. Oh, absolutely. It really it's does. It's two people connecting. It's two people And it doesn't connecting. matter who you are or where you come from. It's just that connection. Yes. And I am truly blessed by all the connections I make. Yes. And, and just finding out more about people and learning from each other and just 
loving on one another is so important. Like every day when they leave for class, I'm like, okay, make good choices, take care of each other, yes. I love you. And and something really powerful, and and this might make me cry, so I'm gonna. Uh, That's okay. I'll, I'll just warn you. Just, but my grandmother just passed away. My my nanny Jean just passed away, and um, oh, I just asked my children to write letters to her. Um, and so I was reading both of my girls' letters, and I noticed one thing that was in common. Lots of lots of like things, themes were coming in and out of these mm-hmm. letters. But one thing in common, which really bugged them, was Nanny Jean, being 87 years of age when she passed, never told any of us that she loved us. And that's hard, right? It's hard because it is. I looked into her beautiful blue eyes all the time and I held her hands and I hugged her and I cherished her. And we were fortunate 10 days before she passed, we were home. But I just wanted her to say it. Right. And it never got said and, and it never got said to my children, even though they knew they knew from every touch and every motion that my nan gave. But that generation never said, I love, I love you. you. No, they never did. No. And it was really hard for them. When me, I'm such a soppy old fool. <laughs> I will be on the phone to a colleague, a male colleague, and I'll be like, da, 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 you know, going through what we need to do, what we're going to do, blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right then, bye then, love you. I know. And, and, and I'm, I'm like, oh, and you know, and and it truly is because I do love you. Mm-hmm. I, I love everything you stand for. You're part of my network. You're part of my my people. And I love you. Yes. I love everything about you. That's I get why that. you're part of my world. I get and that. And those children hear that from me all the time. Love you guys. Love you guys. I'll see you then. Take care. Me too. I, I say it all the time Powerful. because, like you said, we grew up in an era where I love you was not said. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, the actions were there. Oh, yes, for sure. But you didn't hear the words no. as much. No. And, you know, Honestly, I don't think that I ever heard my grandmother tell me that she loved me or anything like that. But I knew, you know, I knew. And you knew, you also knew, which I think is really funny at that generation, and people may be able to identify this, though, they brag about you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They have the hairdressers, they're bragging. But you you find out. Through someone else. Through someone else, yes. (laughs) Because I'll be, it's funny because um, when my father, my father passed away, it'll be 10 years ago. In um, February. And my dad, when my father passed, his friends shared stories that they heard things about me that I didn't even think that my father had shared with anyone. And to find out how proud he was Mm -hmm. of different things. Mm -hmm. And it was it was amazing. You know, it's it's weird. He had newspaper articles, everything that he had kept. Right. And those are things that. It, it matters. Oh, for sure. It matters. When you find out, it for matters. Sure. Because, you know, that I love you didn't come, but it's coming in different ways. Mm-hmm. And since her passing, I can't tell you what how freeing I feel because now I don't have to travel to the UK to see her and be with her and, and worry about her. She's, She's with, with me every, every day. day. Yes. And honestly, I feel such light. And I know that I'm honoring her through my work with these kids. And if I tell them every day, every hour of every day, I love you, then 
it's coming through Nani Jean. Like at, at the end of the day, it's coming through her. See, that's where you got your love logical heart from. That's mm-hmm. where it all came from. Oh, from her for sure. You know, because I, I get it that mine came from my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and I talk about my mom a lot. Last week's show was dedicated to her, you know, because my mother passed away at 52. Yes, young. And I made it to 53, you know. And (laughs) (laughs) so I had to celebrate. But people, people don't get me. I have to live my love logical life because it does matter to me. Mm -hmm. It is who I am because it was instilled within me. As a child. Mm-hmm. And when 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 God gave it to me, I sat back and realized it's been my entire life from the day that I was born because I was born into a blended family. Right. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So you have that in you Thank and you. you show it in your students, how you treat your students every day. There's nothing but joy projected when I hear my daughter talk about you. <laughs> and when I met you and listened to you in the business meetings and things for the parents and for businesses and everything, there's such a joy when you talk about your kids. And that's one of the reasons why I've never gone into administration. People ask all the time, like, why aren't you a principal? Why don't you have your own school? And because I cannot be disconnected from my children. And I need that constant, I guess, validation mm-hmm. uh, and reassurance that I'm doing a good job every single day. Now, and I get I sh- that through them. I want to I, I honor you here for a second. Oh, stop. I'll stop blushing. No, seriously, <laughs> because in today's world, And we kind of touched on it a little bit, and I don't want to go too deep into it, but I want to go deep enough. In today's world, you have so many parents who are bragging on their kids because they have this many AP classes Mm -hmm. and that many Mm -hmm. AP classes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and you don't have you don't hear as many parents bragging on their kids that don't have the AP classes, but yet they're getting straight A's and B's. Right. You don't you don't hear that as much. Mm-hmm. And it's almost to the point to where kids are suffering from depression oh, for sure. and everything mm-hmm. else because they don't have the AP classes yes. or because they they're getting B's and C's instead of A's and B's. Right. And, you know, it's like, can I even get college scholarships mm-hmm. if I have a 2.5 or a 3.0 and I don't have a 5.0 or a right. 4.7 or a 4.0? It? It, it's, it's, it's getting to a point to where the pressure is there, but yet no matter what, when they all get to college, they're all struggling when they get there, no matter what. So, but, but you don't do that in your classroom. No, not, not at all. You don't do it in your classroom. You don't. I I refuse. They're equal in your class. Everybody is equal. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman or a senior, whether you have five APs under your belt or you've never taken one. Everybody is treated with respect and everybody is going to be successful in their own right. Mm -hmm. And I just wish that our community would figure that out because our kids are hurting. The social, emotional well-being of our children, it is at its worst. And for children that I take care of to be broken because they cannot function any longer Mm -hmm. because of the pressure 
we need to back off and we need to show them alternative ways. And so I'm on a crusade um, with my, my friend Kim Bailiff. We have no filter career advice. Um, mm-hmm. We work with kids all the time. And hopefully next summer we're going to have a camp designated to helping children get to where they need to be, which is in a non-traditional way. Um, we're going to work through uh, the Rara Association downtown in Rochester to do that. But I refuse, refuse to allow our children to hurt. I have a, a child, a ninth grader, uh, going to Stony Creek High School, and we sat down looking at her options, and she told me I got to do an AP class, and I got to do at least two intramurals, and I got to do two sports, and I went, no, that's not happening. You do not need that to be successful. You are a swimmer. You're in the pool four or five hours a day. Mm-hmm. You cannot have this level of homework to do for a start. And it's not needed. And I'll tell you why it's not needed. And this is something that really blew my mind last year. I had a young lady that was sat outside of her classroom and everybody was reviewing for an AP stats test. And I was like, hey, what's going on? Are you in trouble? She goes, no. I went, why are you out here then? She goes, no point me taking that AP test, Mrs. Molesbury, because I'll pass it with a four or five or, you know, the highest level. Smart girl, right? Mm -hmm. She goes, but I'm going to the Ross School of Business. And if I take that class, that means I have taken my entry-level math class, which means now I'm on a 500-level math class, and I have to pass that class and pay more for it. Why would I do that, Mrs. Molesbury? Wow. And I looked at her and I went, oh, my God, you're so right. Mm -hmm. If you pass the entry-level math class, you know, that Mm 200-level class, Mm -hmm. you pass it, you're now going to be told to do another math class, which is going to be a higher level, which she'll pass it because she was smart, mm-hmm. but she has to pay more money for it. And she's like, why would I do that? Wow. She's I mean, smart. that just gives you a different perspective. Yes, it did. But at the end of the day, like we, we, we expect these kids to take these AP classes because it's going to help them in college. But then is it? Is it really helping them in college? Because they still got to take a math class mm-hmm. or, you know, they still got to take the entry level English class or whatever. So at the end of the day, I just want children to come into my room and, and know that we're all starting and an equal level. And if we want to be an entrepreneur, anybody can be an entrepreneur. Anybody can, yes. Anybody. It doesn't matter if you've had a degree or no degree or level of successes you've had. It doesn't matter. Anybody can be an entrepreneur. And that's what this nation was founded on. And if we can encourage that, we're going to be great. We're going to be good. Everything's just going to be fine. And I'm just truly blessed. I love it. I love it. So what's the name of your business again? So um, we started back in January, just Mm -hmm. like you. Mm -hmm. Um, No Filter Career Advice. We have a blog online, um, nofiltercareeradvice.com. My friend Kim Bayless, she was a marketing exec for 20-odd years. And we basically fell into each other's lap one day. And she's like, "Uh, I want to do this with you. And I was wondering if you would be willing. And I was like, yeah. So we have a YouTube channel. We we help you with resumes. We help you with cover letters, interview skills. You know, it's no filter. So we're telling you how it is. Um, and then we offer, if you want a, a call, we'll give you a 15 minute consultation over the phone for free. And then, you know, if you need extra help, we can help you. And if you're an alumni, most of the time it's pro bono anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, we just want our voices given to so many individuals that don't get this information and this advice and get it so that it propels them to do something and take action. And that's our no filter career advice. So okay. It's fine. So no filter career advice on YouTube. And we have a blog. And you have a blog at nofiltercareeradvice.com. Oh, you got it. So guys, um, we're going to put that 
up underneath the show so that you can see it. But nofiltercareeradvice.com and the YouTube show as well. That That's awesome. Yeah. And we, our book, we're, we're trying to get our book together so we have a resource for educators. Mm-hmm. So our book tells you all about how to do all these things. But then we have all of the like graphic organizers and the assignments and things. So teachers can just pick it up. And take it. So we're working on that right now, and it's going to be published with Amazon. Okay. Um, and then we're just going to see where it's going to go from there. But we also like to do a podcast at some point. Um, we just, you know, we're evolving. It's nine months. We're full-time yes. moms and full-time, you know, teachers and educators. And so we're just building our portfolio right now and well, really enjoying it. Like, but look here for your podcast, yeah, yeah. even if you do it once a month. Yeah, exactly. You can do a podcast once somewhere. a month. You have to start somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, so podcast doesn't have to be weekly. It could be bi-weekly. It could mm-hmm. be once a month. Yeah. You know, you already have your following on YouTube. Yeah, we're getting there. So it, it, getting that alumni to follow me. Yes, <laughs> it'll come. Tips. That is awesome. So, guys, Karen Malsbury, um, Listen, 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 because she has so much to share. And if you're listening from other, you know, community, school communities mm-hmm. and everything, and you have questions, you know where to find her. Absolutely. You know where to find her. Absolutely. You can email me um, at my school address, kmolesbury at rochester.k12.mi.us. Um, you're very welcome. And um, we, we can connect. Um I do try to go to a couple different conferences around the um, mm-hmm. around the state, and then I'm always over in New York during the summer because we do the virtual enterprise conference in New York. So if you're on that side, we can always meet up then. That's awesome because I think that you have something that you can share, yeah. and and teachers listen and reach out to the parents, and you never know who the parents know. Oh, absolutely. And who may step up and, Mm -hmm. you know, and like she said, walk across the street and talk to someone, you know, within the community. Find the small businesses within the community. And one thing that I want to say to everyone is, don't forget, there's so many outside-of-the-box careers out here. If you ever meet someone with an outside-of-the-box career, Introduce them to your students yes. so that Bring they can in. learn something <laughs> other than just your typical oh, yeah. jobs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they're ever-evolving. Yes. Yes. I mean, so, who knew? <laughs> yes. So my engineer is telling us we yeah. have to wrap up here. It's amazing how we so, can speak for 53 minutes without coming up for air, isn't it? I told you. <laughs> she was so nervous, I was guys. worried. I was like, okay, what are we going to talk about? So thank you so much for coming. Oh, no, it's thank been a Thank you pleasure. so much for coming. And tell them how to get a hold of you again. So my my school address is kmolesbury at rochester.k12.mi.us. And... Uh, uh, no Filter Career Advice has all of our details there. Um, so nofiltercareeradvice.com. Um, but, yeah, reach out. I'm not going to give you my cell phone number because, you know, no. the kids already have they, it. Believe so me, I'm bombarded. the kids keep you busy. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to us tonight. If there's a question that you have for Karen, just feel free to inbox me and I'll forward it on. If yep. you, you know, don't have the information or can't remember the information, there's always Love Logical. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can inbox me. And thank you, Karen, for coming thank today. You, and I appreciate I you Janelle for everything. Was listening. Do you think she was listening? Oh, Janelle's going to end up watching it after. I know. <laughs> Her and Tayana are having their oh, sister yeah, time. So they love logical sister time. Yay. All right, it. guys. So have a great night, and I will see you next Tuesday with Dr. T. Bye bye.